Hi, I'm Dr. Pam Peek, and welcome to episode 372 of Her, the podcast where you're going to hear the naked truth about her mind, her body, her life, and today, her microbiome. Yep, mm-hmm. We have our wonderful chef, Abby Gelman, back to enlighten us. Before we begin, just know that this episode is made possible by our terrific partners, Solaray Vitamins, specifically in this case, Microbiome Probiotics for Women. And micro meaning M-Y-C-R-O-B-I-O-M-E. So is my microbiome, which I think is kind of cool. It's got 24 strains, 50 billion little critters in there. Why? To be able to help you have an active, healthy, thriving you. Absolutely. And this is specially formulated for women's health to be able to support optimal gut microbiome. If you want to learn more, please go to solaray.com and learn more and order more. Solaray, S-O-L-A-R-A-Y vitamins. All right. To learn more about what we're going to do, we're going to be hearing from Abby Gelman, our go-to for all things food, diet, information and wisdom, nutrition, it's all good. And remember, here's your reminder that you need to click on to iTunes after this episode to rate and review the show because we want to hear your feedback. All right, it's time for Her. Her, the podcast. The naked truth about women. Her mind. Her body. Her life. It's all about her. Good heavens, Chef Abby Gelman, <laughs> you're back again. Hi. Oh my goodness gracious. Woo. Everyone out there, if you want to learn more about Chef Abby, you just go to Chef Abby, A-B-B-I-E-G-E-L-L-M-A-N, ChefAbbyGelman.com. And where do you see her videos and where do you see what she's got to offer to be able to help you, you know, cook, understand food and understand nutrition in general. So today, Chef Abby, we're going to be taking on the gut microbiome. I think that that is so terribly important to look at. So what the heck is this thing? You know, it's got... Yeah, let's do it. All right. So in, in the little you know, tummy, right? All the way through your GI system, you've got no less than a hundred trillion microbiome cells. These are microbials that include everything from viruses to bacteria, all of these little helpful critters there to be able to really optimize the environment within which you digest food. And it's super important to maintain a healthy gut environment. So when you're doing something like this, that means that it's what you eat um, and it, it's how often you eat. It's 
uh, and that kind of kicks over to, you know, um, fasting and things like this. And it's also, are you taking good care? Are you feeding the critters? So um, it's so important that we keep honoring this huge population of um, what I love to call friends with benefits. Um, there's a <laughs> hundred trillion of the little critters down there. And you want to stay on top of that. And I'll tell you, I'm going to give you one little hint right up front. If you're eating ultra processed foods, that means just junk, you know, stuff that has just been beaten to death. It's not even food anymore. It's a science fair project, you know, big cartons and bags and boxes of this stuff that you can buy anywhere for cheap. What you're actually doing is you're destroying, you know, big populations of your very precious friends with um, benefits down there in your gut. And, and that's the, you don't want that. Why? Because they help you with immune function to try to tamp down inflammation. And quite frankly, to be able to help you with mental health issues, because it's your gut that actually uh, secretes the largest amount of the mood modulator serotonin. So most people thought, hey, wait a minute, I thought that came from the brain. Nope, mass majority of it comes from the gut. So if you have a leaky gut that's all inflamed because of the trash you've been eating, well, hello. So let's, let's now turn our attention to what would be some great ways to feed our little friends down there. Okay, what are we going to feed them? They need prebiotics. So what are prebiotics? Chef Abby. Oh, I love prebiotics. Yeah, the prebiotics feed them, right? Um, so anything really um, that's a plant. So fruits and vegetables are definitely plants. Cereals and whole grains are also edible plants. So we want to think about complex carbohydrates and um, things that you kind of have to, your body has to work at to break down. So plant foods have fiber. Um, so some of my favorite ways to get prebiotics are things like tomatoes, bananas, berries, lentils, um, whole grains like brown rice or barley, even just garlic and onions. That all, you know, these are full of what we need um, to promote the growth of that good bacteria in the gut that you've been talking about. Well, you almost think like that, you know, the bacteria and all the little goodies down there, they're just chewing away. They love to chew on this stuff. It really is very healthy for them. You know, some of my favorite prebiotics are leeks, and asparagus, I love leek soup, by the way. Oh my God, to die for. Leeks, asparagus, nanas. I love my bananas. You know, I throw those little hummers into my, you know, uh, some of my smoothies, but I just like eating them anyway. And you mentioned rice and, you know, I'm going to pair it up with, with barley. Barley works well. Oats. Oh yeah, and oats are a great one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and my afternoon snack oft times has apple 
and then I put some nut butter on my apple. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. tastes so Perfect. good. Oh my God. Um, one of my favorites is almond butter with cinnamon in it. It's like you died and went to heaven. Oh, um, delightful. I love it. Now, then there's some other ones. What about cocoa? Cocoa's kind of cool. You know, it, it really is um, one, the cocoa powder um, is very cool. And it, it they're a real rich source of the polyphenols, um, the flavanols. Um, they're antioxidants, right? And the, and the, all of these are really beneficial for gut bacteria. Who knew? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right? And so cocoa, I'm really in love with. Flax seeds. Yay. Oh, yeah. Flax seed is I great. I love flax seeds. You just got to make sure. I love to, to constantly remind people that they need to have it ground up. Because if you eat the whole flax seed, then your body doesn't really do anything with it. It just kind of passes right through you. But if you grind it up or you purchase it already ground, then your body knows what to do with it. So that's one um, key key factor or tip for you. Do you have to do that with chia? Nope. Chia is good to go. And as soon as I love watching chia um, and using it sometimes as a vegan egg substitute, because if you put it in water, it kind of gelatinizes and that's essentially what it's doing in your stomach. So it's adding all sorts of wonderful dietary fiber and kind of really filling up your stomach and making your body you know, work through it while giving you all sorts of great nutrients at the same time. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, my, my chia pudding is kind of where it's at with me. Mm-hmm. Tell people how you do chia pudding. Yeah. Come on now. How do you do chia pudding? Oh, you just put some chia seeds with the liquid of choice. So it could be cow's milk. It could be a plant-based milk. It could even be some kefir. But when you put it with liquid, it'll get like a pudding consistency, basically. It gelatinizes. So you just uh, mix them together, put it in the fridge for a few hours, then you take it out, add on some nuts or some cut up fruit, and you've got a gorgeous, gorgeous dessert. And you can even add in a little bit of that cocoa powder, mix that in there too. Oh, I love it. So we're multitasking. We're just getting it all in there. Yeah, now, co- getting it all in. Now now we're, <laughs> we're continuing to think about how to feed our friends with benefits, the gut microbiome. How about jicama root? Ooh, that's one of my most time. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, it's, it's almost, it's like spring, summer. So we're going to be seeing a lot more of that, but you know, here's one that a lot yeah. of people, um, sometimes forget and that's wheat bran. What about wheat bran? Oh yeah. Like wheat bran, wheat germ. So I like the flavor of it. It's very nutty. Um, so you can sprinkle some of that right onto yogurt or ice cream or in a smoothie, um, on oatmeal, all great ways to use it. You can even use it in a like muffin recipe or quick bread, something like that too. I, I love that. It's a nice well, you know, flavor. It's got a really mm-hmm. special type of fiber called Axos. It's an uh, oligosaccharide. And it's really been shown to boost healthy um, uh, bacteria in the gut. And uh, that's why I love that because there are some of those bacterial colonies that just, you know, just run for the wheat bran um, the way my dogs run for their, you know, kibble. And so, you know, it's really important to know 
keep in mind always um, that you're feeding that microbiome. I always love it. You and I have sat down to, to meals together and remember how we laugh and we look down at our tummies and we go, okay, guys, what do you want to eat today? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just love that. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, it's not just, you know, like me and my fancy brain and everything sitting down to eat. I had to talk to all the folk on board and see what they want too. And that's why I want everyone out there in the Herb Podcast land to remember that we want to keep up with a really healthy microbiome. And so really, I think prebiotics are really high in special types of fiber, I guess we just spoke about, that really support digestive health. And you want to promote the increase of these friendly bacteria in the gut because you want help with a whole lot of, you know, problems that may happen. You know, if you take antibiotics, you know, you're going to be wiping out some of those colonies and you want to replace them and you want to try to maintain as many of the colonies as possible with prebiotics when you're taking an antibiotic. You know, it's interesting, prebiotic, antibiotic, you know. Um, and boy, nowadays, honey, you just want to keep that whole gut microbiome working to be able to boost your immune system. So that's that's what's so terribly important. All right. Now, let's talk about you know, what a probiotic is. All right. So probiotic, what does that mean to you, Chef Abby? So for me, a probiotic is essentially all the good bacteria that are our friends with benefits. Um, so that's kind of what we want to foster the growth of in our, in our guts, in our microbiome. So the prebiotics Feed the probiotic. So it might be, exactly. yeah, it, it might be from the supplements that we're taking, like the solar array that you mentioned in the beginning. It also might be from fermented foods. So if you like any sort of yogurt or kefir or um, sauerkraut, miso, I mean, we could talk all about this, I'm sure, and the, the fermented foods and how helpful those are. Yeah. Well, tell people what kefir is. Oh, yeah. I love it. So it is kind of like yogurt, except it is thinner and a little, I mean, I wouldn't call it sour tasting, but it is kind of like a drinkable plain yogurt. So I like to use it in smoothies because, or even sometimes in overnight oats, because it has that yogurt quality and all of the benefits of a yogurt, like the calcium and the magnesium and potassium and those probiotics, but it's thin enough that you can mix it well in a smoothie or in a beverage or, um, you know, it doesn't make things too thick. It has a nice, uh, drinkable quality. I love it. I love it. It actually, um, it's interesting. It, it's, I, I looked it up once and kefir actually is a Turkish word. Um, and it means feeling good after eating. Isn't that a novel oh thought? Oh my God, I love that. Isn't that a novel <laughs> thought? Instead of going, oh my God, I can't believe I just ate that. Um, and then you sit around wallowing and, you know, like shame and guilt and whatever. So, um, so then stepping back then, so a probiotic, you know, these are beneficial bacteria 
So these are live organisms that provide all kinds of powerful benefits for the body and brain. And, you know, I think we already talked about they improve digestive health. Um, get this, remember that whole thing about um, uh, mood that I mentioned before? Well, guess what? They reduce depression. This is all evidence-based. And so when you have greater amount of serotonin because you have an appropriate balanced microbiome, then you have an elevated mood because you have the appropriate amount of serotonin being secreted. So when you have the probiotics, then you reduce depression. And guess what? It's also great for heart health too, because as you know, um, heart health, you know, has a a basis in inflammation. The more inflammation you have, the poorer the heart health. And so we don't want that. And again, we want to boost immune function at the same time. So we talked about yogurt and kefir. Sauerkraut, you said, yep. uh, again, because it's fermented. Why is being fermented so important? So when something's fermented, it essentially, so let, maybe let's take sauerkraut as an example. It, it when you make sauerkraut, you're or even yogurt, you're allowing bacteria, well, healthy bacteria to grow in it. You're you're creating an environment that fosters the growth of healthy bacteria or culture cultures. You're basically you know think back of like middle school science class. You're growing cultures of bacteria. Um, in the foods themselves. And that's what maybe gives the yogurt that tangy taste or the sauerkraut a little bit of, you know, a sour flavor. That's the fermentation process. Huh. Um, and a lot of times it's done at room, like out on the countertop at room temperature. It's not, um, or at like a certain warm temperature. It's not necessarily done in the refrigerator. It's done at a very controlled level of, of temperature, heat or cold, whatever the case may be. But that's what that kind of um, taste of, of whatever that, you know, miso, any, whatever it may be, that's the tanginess in it. Even aged cheese, like if you age, have some really delicious cheese that has been aged properly, that tanginess in that cheese is also fermentation. Wow. So the sauerkraut is a beautiful example. So you have this shredded cabbage that's been fermented by lactic acid bacteria. And oh my gosh, um, it's, it's phenomenal. It tastes really, you know, kind of a sour and salty and that's great, but it's also got that, uh, here we go again, fiber as well as vitamin C and K. And it's got a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's got a goodly amount of sodium in there too, so you got to watch that. But not not ridiculous, and it's also got guess what iron and potassium. So here we have a beautiful example of uh, just one food that's a probiotic um, that is a gift that keeps on giving. It's got all of the rest of these things. Also has a bunch of antioxidants in it too, including lutein which is really great for your eye health. So I, I just love that. Now, what about tempeh? I love tempeh. I will say that you, it is helpful to know how to um, cook with it. So for tempeh, 
I always suggest um, it's basically fermented bean kind of in a, in a cake form. Soybean. Um, And I always recommend that you either steam it in the, you know, in some water on the stove, or you can even put it in some water into the microwave for a few minutes. um, Because just kind of that process of heating it up in water just for five minutes helps to take out some people uh, get a bitter flavor from it. So if you steam it first and then use it, it's great. So let's say I would steam it first, then I would slice it up. You can marinate it just like you would a piece of chicken. You can marinate it and then saute it on the stove. You can bake it in the oven. I've marinated it and added it to salad or, um, you know, all sorts of dishes. You can mix it with other types of beans and rice and all sorts of good stuff, but it has a really nice, um, texture to it. It has a nice bite. So it feels meaty and the flavor takes on just like tofu. It will take on whatever kind of marinade or things that you're putting with it, which is also nice. How interesting. You know, it's interesting, you know, soybeans themselves are usually high in um, uh, phytic acid and, and this really impairs the absorption of minerals like uh, iron and zinc. But when you ferment uh, soybeans, it lowers the amount of phytic acid and increases the amount of minerals your body is able to absorb from tempeh, which is really quite fascinating. And, you yeah. know, this whole... Well, the whole fermentation process also increases B12, and and that oh, right. is something... Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because it's typically a nutrient that soybeans don't contain. So um, it's it's really fascinating how just manipulating so much of this works. Now, what about kimchi? What is kimchi? You know, now that we're still playing around with um, fermentation and all things probiotic. Yeah, I love kimchi. So it is typically if you eat any Korean food, the vegetable sides are often kimchi. So it could be cabbage, it could be leafy greens, it could be asparagus. It's it's pretty much any type of vegetable that they have fermented. And then often they'll put other flavorings with it. So one might be space, uh, very spicy, one might have uh, gochujang with it, another one might have some soy in there. But essentially, they're all different types of fermented vegetables with different types of Korean seasonings or um, cooking styles, or not cooking styles, but flavor profiles. Well, yeah, I just love this. And and what made me smile about kimchi is that it contains the lactic acid bacteria. Remember how good that lactic acid bacteria is? Lactobacillus kimchi. <laughs> Lactobacillus kimchi, as well as other lactic acid bacteria that, once again, benefit digestive health. And, you know, you've got some vitamin K in there, B12, which is riboflavin, iron. I just love this. So, again, you know, don't just eat the same stuff every day, people. Come on now. Expand your offerings here. Now, what about miso? Miso's kind of cool. I love miso, too. Um, so miso also is uh, t- from soybeans, 
Um, but it's kind of like a paste and you can get white or yellow or red and they all have a slightly different flavor profile. Um, but you, I like to use miso actually in salad dressings um, because if you leave it raw, it has more of those probiotic qualities. Um, once you cook it, it starts to lose some of that probiotic quality, um, but it's great in a marinade for vegetables or meat or poultry or fish. Um, you might see there's a lot of, you know, black bass with a miso glaze, for example. Um, but I like to just mix it with some oil and vinegar and maybe some salt and pepper and use it as a salad dressing. How interesting. Well, from the science end of all of this, you know, there have been studies that um, have shown that frequent miso soup consumption was actually associated with a low risk of breast cancer in middle-aged Japanese women. And then another one um, found that women who ate a lot of miso soup had a reduced risk of stroke. So remember how we talked about how probiotics will also help with uh, cardiovascular disease? Well, there you have it. Now, kombucha, yeah. kombucha, that fermented black or green tea drink, what's that about? I like kombucha too. So I'm not a soda drinker, um, but I do like a little bit of what feels like a fizziness or a carbonation. And kombucha is not carbonated, but the process of fermenting it, which is, you know, it's usually a basin tea, like you just said, and then it could be um, some fruit based in there, maybe some veggie. I've seen everything from like a turmeric style kombucha to one that's cucumber, one that's peach, you know, there's so many different flavors out there now. Um, but it's a great soda substitute. So if you do like a little bit of that carbonation feel, but you want a beverage that doesn't have that, um, all that sugar and still has um, some flavor and, and interesting components while giving you that probiotic boost, then kombucha is a good one. Oh, I love it. All right. Now, for all of you out there going, I can't even pronounce half this stuff. Would you just say something hmm. that's a probiotic that I kind of get? Okay. How about <laughs> pickles? <laughs> Yay. Yay, pickles. pickles yeah, love. man. We just mm -hmm. love this. Oh, my gosh. Um, pickles. So pickles are so cool. You know, pickled cucumbers are a really great source of all kinds of probiotic bacteria. And um, they're also a great source, once again, of vitamin K. A lot of vitamin K, you know, circulating around with our little probiotics for sure. Um, and, you know, why do you say vitamin K is so important? Well, it's essential, you know, for blood clotting. So you better hope you have a little bit of that on board. But I love my pickles. So, you know, there's one that you can actually remember. And, and you know what's interesting? There's some others that... Um, you know, are really quite fascinating. There's some types of cheese too. Um, you know, a lot, you said cheese before, and yeah. there are a lot of good bacteria that survive the aging process in certain cheeses. Gouda, mozzarella, um, cheddar, cottage cheese. It's really kind of cool. And good Lord, this is just chock full of minerals, calcium, B12, phosphorus, selenium. I could go on. You get the point. And, um, you know, this is perfectly fine. So I just love to be able to look at this whole issue 
of making sure that we do everything we can to protect our gut microbiome. You know, if you have to take something like an antibiotic or whatever out there, it's obviously not your fault that you have to take it. And so, but you better know, you better run on over and, and pick up some, you know, healthy uh, probiotics um, to be able to help yourself. Um, that's why I mentioned um, the Solaray probiotic women's formula um, at the beginning of the show, because, you know, you want to make sure that you have a science-based combination of probiotics to be able to help yourself. And then quite frankly, the prebiotics, I mean, um, this one actually has a prebiotic inulin um, in it. So that kind of helps you get started with your prebiotics, um, which is really cool. Tell everyone about inulin. What's all, what, what's up with inulin here? Oh, yes. So you might see it on a lot of foods recently, I feel like, but it is a prebiotic that you don't absorb or digest. Um, but you can also see it. It's also found naturally in a lot of um, fruits, veggies, things like wheat and onions and leeks and bananas, um, kind of the things we were talking about before with the pre when we were talking about prebiotics. That's so interesting. I want everyone to realize it's not digested or absorbed um, in the stomach. It just stays in the bowel and helps certain beneficial bacteria grow. That's what it does. And so, you know, having a little inulin in there as a prebiotic along with your probiotics is kind of a cool way to go, um, you know, when you're really trying to optimize um your microbiome. And then we read a, a full laundry list of all those foods for a reason. And the reason is whole foods are absolutely where it's at. Cooking and paying attention to food is so important. But raise your hand. Come on now. You be honest out there on the Her Podcast land. <laughs> Are you seriously getting all your little prebiotics and, and probiotics the way you should, you know, from, from eating, you know? Well, if you're just like any average woman out there just trying to survive and thrive on a daily basis, man, it is just like so hard sometimes to try to be able to meet every requirement nutritionally. This is why we recommend things like, you know, the, the probiotics um, and the prebiotic um, supplements because no one's perfect. I'm, you know, my hand's up, busted. Um, I'm definitely not perfect. I'm a human being and I'm just trying to slug it out there with all the rest of you. So this is why it's so important to really be informed Whole foods are wonderful. I live by them. I love being in my kitchen. Um, just make sure you're getting everything that you absolutely need. All right. Well, Chef Abby, any last thoughts as we're talking about the gut microbiome? Um, no, we covered so much. Just I, I love that it is kind of the link to our entire bodies is through our gut. So I think just that as the reminder that everything we eat affects every other part of our body so enormously, right? Absolutely. It, it's almost like there's a freeway, a highway between the gut and the brain. And guess what? Um, that's called the vagus nerve. 
And so this is another reason why it's so important. If you want optimal gut health and mental health, please pay attention to what you eat and pay attention to that very, very precious gut microbiome that you've got. Plenty of hydration in there too, to say the least. Once again, Chef Abby, you are basically the fount of knowledge for us. And it, well, yeah, but it's really important to talk to someone like yourself, who's not only a registered dietitian, but you're also a chef. So you, you understand yeah, the smart. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you got the academic end of this, but at the same time, you know how to work the food end of it. Um, and you reminded me again, I got to get some more of that chia pudding going. Um, so yeah. wonderful to say the least again, chef Abby, thank you so much for being on the Herb Podcast. Thanks for having me. All right. And until the next time we hear from you, all right, we want everyone out there to hit iTunes, rate and review our show today because we love hearing from you, especially me, because I'm Dr. Pam Peek, host of the Herb Podcast. Please follow me on Facebook at Dr. Pam Peek or Twitter and Instagram at Pam Peek MD. And remember to catch every single episode of the Herb Podcast on iTunes or Radio MD or any of the major platforms, including Spotify. Hey, thanks for listening today and please stay safe and stay well.